Welcome back to another quick ATD All Things Digital here by Kai Consult. Um, and today I actually picked a topic that is very close to my heart, but it's forgotten like very, very, very often when it comes to digital marketing strategies and creating campaigns and so on. It's storytelling. And that doesn't sound very digital marketing-ish, I guess. Uh, but when you think about it, the best campaigns that make you do something, download something, click, buy, and so on, they have one thing in common. They tell great stories. And hence, it's quite surprising to me that why, why people in the advertising marketing uh, space aren't talking more about how to actually tell stories. So now I'm not going to do like a storytelling lecture here, what I do at university, but I'll just try to break down a few points that might help you enhance your storytelling techniques and just add a few wow um, moments in order to get that extra click or in order to be a bit more convincing when it comes to making your audience click and interact with you. So the first thing that we have to understand when we talk about storytelling is um, the, the way people consume content has changed. Yeah, the way the audience consumes content changed quite a lot. Before social media and so on happened, we had like those central places, hubs, where we would go to consume content back then in Game of Thrones times, if it was real. Um, besides fleeing from dragons, we would go to consume content in the castle. The king and everyone who lives in the castle had like access to all the content, to entertainment. People outside of the castle, they wouldn't. They have to go to the castle to be entertained. Now, after social media, of course, it's not the case anymore. Content finds us. We don't have to find content. Sometimes we do, but most frequently, um, we rely on content finding us via social media um, or in whatever network you're active on. So why, why is the storytelling matter? Well, there's a saying that goes, those who tell stories rule the world. And that's clearly visible. And I don't want to get into politics or anything, but if you look at certain heads of states, um, they're clearly very good at you know, phrasing, rephrasing, telling things the way they want them to look. And if enough people follow them, then they win elections, right? So that's how it goes. So those who tell stories rule the world, not only the case in politics, but of course also in marketing, digital strategies in general. When we look at how audiences now consume content, it's clear to see that Obviously, video content is, well, what you're doing right now is all still on the rise. It's nothing crazy new anymore. We know videos for, or we've been knowing videos forever, of course, but the fact that video consumption is so easy um, is something newish. Meaning, of course, you could watch videos before and YouTube has been around forever as well. But like, if you think back two or three years ago, you would, you would probably think twice whether or not you would watch this video on your mobile phone while you're commuting. Now it's like, oh, my data connection is good enough. I have enough uh, in my data package. I can just watch it, whatever. So it's becoming easier and easier to watch videos. And of course, the reach increases because more and more people are able to watch this video. So video is still on the rise, even though it's nothing completely new. It still reaches more and more people as we speak, which is, of course, a good thing also from a creator's point of view. Problems that we see with video, however, are, um, well, the problems that we see now in the digital marketing sphere are manifold. One is, I'm, and I'm assuming if you watch this on YouTube, for example, 
you're doing the same using ad block and the fact that people are using ad block in order to block well, video ads and those display ads that are popping up and so on um, leads to the fact that of course advertisers lose money they're making less money because less people click on the ads and you can also see that less um, people as users are clicking on links like the traffic decreases um, in the Google search results. Why is that the case? Because well, A, there are more websites now to choose from. B, um, Google shows you many results right away. If you, if you Google for, I want to go from place A to place B, Google shows you the result right away uh, in the maps with the, the duration and so on. You don't need to click on any website anymore. So you see a decrease in, in, in website traffic per se. And we see that lots of users are using ad blockers. So basically two ways how we are not making money, how we're losing money, so to speak. So creators need to find different ways of monetizing. And one of those ways is probably one thing that you've seen before um, when you watch videos on YouTube. Lots of the YouTube creators now, they do like old school product placements. They're like, hey, this video is sponsored by Coke Zero Orange. And, uh, and then they, they talk about Coke Zero Orange for a few seconds. So it's not, a, it's not an ad that you can skip, it's part of the actual video. And then you see a paid promotion by whatever, right? So, but that's because they know that we are not clicking on ads anymore. So they need to um, adjust the way they um, promote their products. The cool thing about, well, having to be more creative is if a brand or as an agency or then a consultant or whatever you're doing, if you're using more video, video is a great way to actually get proven data. Meaning if I produce um, a marketing video and then I put it out there on YouTube, IG, Facebook, TikTok, whatever you're doing, Rockfin, if you're looking for alternative platforms, um, we can get the data that is very specific. We see how many people watch the video and we see the demographics, we see um, how long have they been watching the video, did they watch it until the end, did they jump up, out in between, which devices are they watching it on, and so on. So we get, a lots of, we get lots of data, which then in return, if we use the data wisely, helps us to well develop better marketing strategies. So that's actually a good thing. Uh, another good thing, and I'm hesitating because, yeah, but it's, it's a good thing, is the, well, the democratization of um, content creation, meaning, Everyone can create content now. And if your content is good, even if you're not a professional publisher, people will like it. Hopefully an audience will see it and you'll go viral and, and you will reach an audience. Um, I hesitated because of course it also leads to low quality content making it out there. But that's up to the audience to decide whether or not they want to see it, of course. So per se, I think that's also um, a good change. For brands per se, that is pretty awesome, I believe. Why? Well because we don't only have to create content by ourselves as a brand, our followers, our clients, customers, fans, they create content for us, we repost it, we reshare it, we mention them, we give them credits and so on. All the things we discussed in the user-generated content video, um, we're doing and they're happy, they create more content, we increase our reach and so on. So that's actually, again, another positive aspect of this whole development. Thank you.